and welcome to another late night show here and it's Friday night and it's great to have with us tonight our usual a panel a Dr Ian Jameson and we have also with us the Reverend Laura Dagan <laughs> and together we're going to be discussing and thinking about songs that we love or songs that have influenced us in our lives songs that have a spiritual dimension to them but may not be totally recognized as hymns or having that a christian perspective but as you look at these songs they say something and they mean something and they are, can be life-changing as you listen to them so that's what we're going to be looking at have i can just describe that well enough guys for you yeah i think i can hopefully come up to mark if we got a few things in mind that i've found very meaningful um but uh, I, I mean I, I guess I'm, I'm dying to hear what, what Laura's got because uh, Laura's just a pup compared to me you know maybe oh, my teeth are a bit old-fashioned um <laughs> so what have you got for this Laura? I've got some I've got some uh, good tunes uh, um, in mind so I do um I have to say actually I really had to um kind of stop myself because I went down a bit of a rabbit hole whenever I was, um, you know, prepping for this. And there was, like, so many, actually, like, great songs, you know, that I could have picked. Um, and so it was really hard just to pick, you know, three songs. Um, uh, to... So, so yes, so I have three that... Um, one, I think, you know, well, actually, two, they're all belters, absolute belters. Right, let's hear them. Come on, are you going to give us a tune? Are you going to give us a line, Laura? At least a line. Come on, <laughs> go for it. Right, so the first one, right, is um, Eminem, Lose Yourself. And why I've picked this, right, is, is because it doesn't matter. Like, see, whenever I've got a really big thing that I've got to do, I will... Um, play this you know song and it's like about give, getting your, giving yourself courage and taking a chance and uh, so um the first that they actually grips you at the very beginning because he says look if you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted one moment would you capture it or just let it slip and then he in this in the song, you know, it's he, he kind of has this story where you know he's tried and and then he's he's lost the opportunity because he he gave up, you know, he didn't give his best. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you why this why this song means so much to me is whenever I was actually going for my assessment to the assessment centre for you know to see if I would get you know for ministry, I played this song to myself over and over again to get myself pumped up. But do you know what else? See my friend that um who was coming on it as well, you know, she was she was on the same assessment centre. I found out later on that she had played that song to herself as well over and over to get herself pumped up. So that is, you know, it might not seem like, you know, you think, why you picked this? But that that is why it's a, it's a real motivational song and actually it makes me quite emotional whenever whenever I, I listen to it as well Can it, it catch you thinking what you've said there Laura you imagine maybe we should be asking people so what what songs have you been listening to today why are you the way you are today you're not pumped up you've not been listening to Eminem <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but it's like, because it's like, um, you better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Um, and it's that way, you know, it's like seizing it. And actually you can like seize the, you know, seize, you know, seize that, you know, the spirit, you know, around you and within you, you know, to help you, you know, to, to, to give yourself courage to do whatever you need to do. Did Jesus not say something about that? This is your moment, you know, mm -hmm. um, forget about worrying about yesterday and what's to come. But this is a moment. And maybe in worship, can you imagine, Laura, if we all went into worship with that attitude, yeah. with that expectation, you know, this is, we're ready to worship God. We're ready to make this the moment where we, what would worship be like? Oh, it'd be, it'd be on fire, wouldn't it? The, the roofs would be raised, they'd be off completely. <laughs> <laughs> we should be saying to people, hey, do you know what I mean? You've got to take a COVID test before you go into church. We should be saying, do you know what? You've got to take an M&M &M test. You've got to listen to this song before you come into church. What have you been listening to? <laughs> the minister looking down at the congregation. What have you guys been listening to? Because you're all half asleep there. <laughs> Wake up. Get pumped up. Come on, get pumped up for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. That's a good start. Fantastic. Love it. Absolutely That's love it. Brilliant. Ian, what about your song? Um, I, I, I've got, I mean, I think the one the one to swap with that um, is kind of going back in time um, in terms of my musical taste. I don't know if my video is uh, frozen because, as I say, I'm, I'm broadcasting from up in the middle of nowhere at the moment. Um, well, that's not fair. The north of Scotland. Um, so if if uh, you can, hopefully you can hear me. Can you hear me all right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, that's fine because it's really my, my voice is really the the most attractive thing about me. I've been told that, um, and it's not even that attractive. <laughs> so the thing that the thing that I really um, there, there's many songs speak to me all the time, um, and you know I, I'm very much a creature of music. I think as everybody knows. Um, but the first thing that I remember really speaking to me um, as somebody quite young in the way was um, the Beatles' Let It Be, uh, Paul McCartney's words and Let It Be, I think kind of encapsulated that journey of faith for me, faith for me really beautifully and really simply, um, because I'm big into making things simple. The simpler things are, um, to, to my way of thinking, the easier they can be to digest. Um, and I, I love the the um, the way that he says, you know, when I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. But of course, you know, insert spiritual spirituality of your choice in there. Um, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Um, in my hour of darkness, she's standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, uh, let it be. I, I just, I love that idea. And I also love the idea of, Sometimes we just need to let stuff go. We carry things with us all the time and it holds us back. Um, we put things in front of us that aren't even real or haven't happened yet, and it holds us back in our walk. Um, and I'm forever saying to people in my medical practice, um, but also with my friends, sometimes you just gotta let things be. 
you've just got to let things be as they are um, and, and as they were meant to unfold in front of you. And I think that's what Paul does really well, but it's also the idea of letting it be, taking your burdens and just laying them down. And that's a hugely important idea to me. And certainly some of my songs have been written about just lay, laying burdens down. I, I think that the, there's another, there's that point at which we find ourselves, um, you know, in, in the lonely places when we find ourselves um, vulnerable. And, and Paul writes, he says, and when the night is cloudy, there is still a light that shines on me. Shine on until tomorrow, let it be. I wake up to the sound of music. Mother Mary comes to me. But that isn't that just waking up to God's world, you know, waking up to spirituality. I wake up to the sound of music. Mother Mary comes to me speaking words of wisdom. Let it be. And then he says, at the end of the song, because there's a question in the song as well, you know, about, you know, is, is, that, is that what you want? Um, and he says, there will be an answer, let it be. I just think it's fantastic. And the, the other thing that speaks to me, I mean, the, the whole song speaks to me, but there's that bit, and when the brokenhearted people living in the world agree, there will be an answer, let it be. And that's so profound, such a spiritual lyric. And in terms of musicality, it's one of these songs that when you listen to it, you think you've heard it before. Of course, you haven't heard it before. Um, the, when Paul McCartney wrote that song, you could see him write it in the excellent Peter Jackson film about the Beatles. And if you haven't seen it, I'd recommend you see it. Um, but you can actually see Paul writing that song and how that song comes like, like to a lot of us songwriters. Um, as the music just, it seemed, the music seemed to find him and that lyric seemed to find him as opposed to the other way about. And I think that's one of the reasons that music lyrics, um, just like the Eminem thing, it's that conduit to the divine um, because it, the, the killers ask the question, are we human or are we dancer? Uh -huh. Yeah. Do you know, Ian, I was wondering, are you familiar with the, am I right in saying that when I read about this song, Let It Be, that McCartney was talking about his mother? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Name is Mary. He was, so he's yeah. actually not talking about the Virgin Mary, but it's a lovely, yeah. it's a lovely, um, yeah. it's a lovely, pun, not pun, but it's a, a dual meaning there. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, but, I think and it's that, about that... homeness, and I think, back, I think you're maybe, you know, the, this about the light shining and about the, 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 being rooted in family and family and the and love of a mother or the love of a parent who really does care and the influence. Maybe it's worth seeing that that it honours, that there's a great thing about, you know, the Bible says honour your father and your mother. There's a sense in which McCartney's honouring his mother in that song. Mm. And she never leaves him, even although she's dead, she's, her influence still goes on. I think that's why I kind of made that connection to, you know, insert spirituality of your choice and in, in that, you know, and in, in whether that is wrapped up in people and your father and your mother, um, whether it's wrapped up in your belief in God or your faith, you know, it's, it's that essential core of yourself is what the song talks about to me. Um, but no, the, <clears throat> I was aware it was about his mum, but I, I also, I just like the fact that, you know, given from where Paul came from in Liverpool and, 
you know, the the, the how how big the Catholic Church is in that part of the world. Um, I I just liked how he did that. I think it was really great. But yeah, yeah. great song. <clears throat> so much actually, so many of their songs. I think because they're so the the they're so musical, isn't it? And that they just sit so beautifully on the ear. And these melodies that that you do, you think you know, and sometimes the profundity of the lyrics, the the you miss them to begin with, and it's only like you know when you hear it again and again, you're like, ah, you know, and you 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 get really quite struck by just how how deep the the the, the Beatles songs actually are. Yeah. Mm. And that's so true of music anyway, isn't it? I mean, because we're creatures um, who respond to and are affected so much by music and by sound, it's part of what makes up our DNA as human beings. Um, different songs can mean different things to you at different times of your life. Yes. Sometimes a song you've known for years, you'll hear something in it and it will mean something completely different to you. Or you'll hear the songwriter talk about it about mm -hmm. what it meant to them. Um, there's a song I'm going to talk about later on, and I know the songwriter very well. Um, what the song means to him is not what the song means to me. Um, and we, when we've, we've been talking about songwriting, he always says the song really belongs to the listener. The person who's listening to it, it's their song um, once, once he's written it. But we can talk about that later. Okay. Yeah. So... Albert, what beat combo do you have to offer? Why do we never get an answer when we're knocking at the door? When a thousand million questions about hate and death and war. Do you know the song? Well, the Moody Blues? No. Because <laughs> when we stop and look around us, good. there's nothing that we need. It's a world of persecution that is burning in its greed. Right? And, and, and it's, it's a song really about looking at asking for questions. <clears throat> I remember as a younger, younger person just thinking about that song, that it was so relevant. And yet uh, it, it was asking, why do we never get an answer when we come knocking at the door? And Jesus had said, ask, knock on the door, ask and you shall find, seek, you know. But why is it sometimes when we come knocking, we don't get an answer, you know? Uh, and, and so many questions, millions of questions we ask about hate and death and war. And even it's relevant today as it's never, as it was then, as we look back and see, you know, at this time, when that was written, probably the Vietnam Wars were going on, and now we could be entering into war in Europe again. Can you believe that? Oh, I know. You know, and so, you know, this song gets us to think, the cause to stop and look around us. You know, there's nothing that we need in a world of persecution that is burning and it's greed. And at the heart of all this is, is greed. You know, fighting over power of, you know, control and manipulation, you know. And then goes on to say, it's not the way that you say it when you do those things to me. It's more the way that you mean it when you tell me what will be. You know, you're saying there will be an answer, let it be. Mm. But it's actually the way you mean it when you say 
what will be. And when oh. you stop and think about it, you won't believe it's true that all the love you've been giving has all been meant for you. And so often our loving is not about loving someone else, but it's about loving someone else in order that they will love us. And that's how it's going back to our oh. theme this month, which is thinking about in that love of God and that love which is complete selfless love and looking for nothing back in return. Um, and, and it's a lovely, there's a lovely bit. It says, <clears throat> I'm looking for someone to change my life. I'm looking for a miracle in my life. And if you could see what it's doing to me to lose the love I knew could safely lead me through. And it's just a beautiful song, the way they, they sing it. That's the yeah, that, nice. you know. I'm looking for someone <clears throat> to change my life. How many people today are listening to this podcast yes. and are looking for someone to change their life? Hi. And remember, as a young Christian thinking, you know, he's singing that Jesus is the one who can change our lives. You know, come unto me, all ye that weary and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And Ian, you were talking earlier about our burdens, you know, and, and in this Lord, he says, I think he's on to talk, between the silence of the mountains and the crashing of the sea, there's a land I once lived in and she's waiting there for me. And that's a wee hint to me of that kind of C.S. Lewis stuff where there is a hint of a tune that we once knew but we don't know it. It's familiar. It's a longing for something that we know is there. You know, and we've lost it. Yeah. But if I hear it again, I'll know it's there. Do you know that way? Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's that. So many people, they do. They, they, they go through their life with this longing in them. You know, there's like a kind of emptiness that they can't fill. And it's like, you know, like seeking it and seeking it. And... And often it is only whenever you know you come to know Jesus that that that, that longing and that you know emptiness is filled. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, what's your next one, Laura? Um, you've got the love from uh, Florence and the Machine, which was originally sung by Candy Stanton, um, and it's a uh, it, this really I think this really could actually be a worship song. You know, sometimes I feel like throwing my hands up in the air. I know I can count on you. Sometimes I feel like saying, Lord, I just don't care. But you've got the love I need to see me through. Sometimes it seems that the going is just too rough and things go wrong no matter what I do. Now and then seems life is just too much, but you've got the love I need to see me through. When food is gone, you are my daily meal. When friends are gone, I know my saviour's love is real. You wow. know it's real. <laughs> you got the love. You got the love. You got the love. Yay! Yay! <laughs> that is superb. Uh, and it's just, it's such an uplifting song. 
And I think, you know, it really connects. I think it does connect with people, you know, and it's like, ah, oh, you have those days. Like, see, whenever my Michael was a wee boy and uh, we would put this on in the car and we would sing it, you know, and it was like, so to me, it's like, it's not just, it's not like, to me, I feel like, you know, when I'm singing that uh, as, you know, to the Lord, but also I'm singing it to Michael as well, you know, and then Michael's like singing it to me because, you know, you've got the love I need to see me through. And it's that, you know, with personal relationships and, you know, but also um, like, like, let it be, you know, that, that, that kind of personal, um, but also, you know, to, to your Lord as well. It's, uh, it's just such a great song. And it's just another one that's a real belter and really rousing and, you know, just fills you, well, I think we could get that Ian to do a cover of that for Sanctuary First on oh, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Doing it, Ian. <laughs> I know, I'd love to do that. I, th I think that would be a that would be really interesting. I just I wonder how that. Yeah, I, I think I could make that work um, with a bit of acoustic guitar. See, I didn't actually, do you know what, I have? I know that song so well and yet I've never sat down and really listened to lyrics. Uh -huh. That's stunning, man. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> I love it. That is a, it's a great song. Aye. Oh, and as again, brilliant. it's another one, I think, because it's it seems as if it's quite light, you know, mm. and then it's that, that depth just kind of <clears throat> grabs you. And, yeah. uh, and it's just exactly what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Well, uh, talking of songs which have talking of songs which have, have depth, um, it, I think it was inevitable that anybody doing a Christian podcast that talked about songs, contemporary songs, is going to mention you too. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Because the, the simple fact of the matter that, that Bono from you two and Edge and Larry, um, the, you know, they, they, they have their roots deep within Christianity. But Bono in particular... Um, has just huge biblical knowledge um, and you know when you hear him interviewed um, you know on television or on online um, about his faith and about his belief um, it can, it's really quite educational you know it is like listening to a minister it's amazing and I've, I've been lucky enough blessed enough to see you two uh, a couple of times um, in, in my life and you know just to be within touching distance of Bono which is interesting because I'm not really a guy that does hero worship in any way and I did <laughs> and my only 30 seconds of hero worship happened at a U2 concert it's never happened to me before or since <laughs> and I turned around and it was at the beginning of the concert and the guy standing next to me flaming Bono about to go on stage I was like ah, that's Bono <laughs> I mean, I wanted to say, hey, Bono, I'm Ian, how are you getting off? He's not going to know who I am. So anyway, I didn't. And he just went on stage and did a tremendous gig. But do you know that kind of way? He's, but he's, he's a really clever guy. And the, the song that I that really spoke to me was One. One has always spoken to me. And the thing about this song was they recorded this, and some people might correct me, but I think I'm right. They recorded this in Hans' studios in Berlin. And they were undergoing a kind of transformation as a band from the band that had given us um, the, the, the kind of pastel shades of the unforgettable fire and the kind of post-punk war. They were changing themselves and re reinventing themselves into a different kind of band uh, with a different kind of song. Um, and on those sessions, they got together and I am given to understand that it was pretty much in the one room and they started playing the song One and One just kind of 
happened and developed. And you can tell that in the way that the song unfolds. Um, because the song unfolds into this bigger and bigger and bigger thing, almost without end. Um, and when Bono hits those high notes at the end, and when Edge, you know, goes flying off into stratosphere with his guitar, it's just so incredibly uplifting. But it starts really, really quietly. Um, a lot of their songs do that, but in one, it's particularly good because there's lots of little errors in one in terms of their playing. It's not always on the money. It's not always metered. Um, it's just a great bit of, it's a great bit of uh, songwriting and musicianship. Um, and Bonner writes, is it getting better or do you feel the same? Will it make it easier on you now you got someone to blame? And how many of us does that speak about? How many of us see problems like that, you know, um, with friends, family, people in our church, people in our communities, that somehow they seem to get off on, you know, it's somebody else's fault, you know, and and it seems to expiate them of, you know, of, of, of guilt. Um, and then he goes on to say, you say one love, one life, when it's one need in the night, one love, we get to share it, but it leaves you, baby, if you don't care for it. In other words, if you don't understand me and I don't understand you and I seek to apportion troubles upon you, then where's the love in that? And Bono kind of brings us back and makes that point. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. And then he says, did I disappoint you or leave a bad taste in your mouth? And again, it's that whole idea of, you know, what, kind of, what have I done wrong? It's that relationship thing. Um, you act like you never had love and you want me to go with, go without well it's too late tonight in other words you know if we're going to move forward in love together it's too late um to drag the past out into the light we've got to move forward we've got to let it be we've got to lay up down we've got to move forward um and and he then says we get to carry each other carry each other and then he just declares the word one um, it's just this beautiful idea of saying, look, we need to work together and love each other um, and be united in love. And of course, in love is God. Um, and then it, it's it, there's just this beautiful thing about uh, towards the end of the song, um, love is a temple, love the higher law. You ask me to enter, but then you make me crawl. And I think that is an interesting thing about that, you know about the church and is that you know sometimes people have to sometimes people are made to feel bad you know you've got to be saved because you know you're a sinner and you know, we're all sinners and that that's true but actually the, the church some the gospels have a more positive message than that to me um, um and i think bono does a great job of kind of knocking that on the head by saying well it's just not like that um he says one love one blood one life you get to do what you should one life with each other, sisters, brothers. It's just one life, but we're not the same. We get to carry each other, carry each other. And that to me is the most meaningful bit of the song. Because what he says there is he says, we get to carry each other. Because what a privilege it is to be able to care for each other, to be able to be given this gift of life where we can love one another and be together and to encourage each other and to move, the, move each other forward and to share things of faith and understanding. I feel if there was more sharing, 
in the world. We wouldn't have tanks poised at the, the edges of Ukraine right now if there was more love and understanding. If we really understood the concept of we get to carry each other, how amazing is that? And that's how one speaks to me. But then I could listen to one in a different day and it would mean something quite different to me. Um, and Bono's quite clever about making these lyrics open enough to interpretation, but also landing with these really important points. And the most, to me, the most important point of that song is just the word one, and we get to carry each other. It's just brilliant, it's a beautiful song. Mm -hmm. Aye, uh, that was actually one I was thinking uh, uh, including, so I'm glad I didn't go for it, <laughs> but it is, it's so powerful, and so so many uh, U2 songs are, you know, so powerful, but that, because that, and what you were saying earlier about, you know, songs meaning different things at different times of your life, and like whenever, like, I first heard that song, that song kind of, it reminded, well, it, it was a to me, it was about somebody that I knew, you know, it was about a relationship. And then as as you know, as I as I kind of matured and evolved and like had life experience, it changed its meaning for me. And that's the thing. And I can see um so much, you know, in the church in that in that song, you know, it's a, it's a really powerful one. I, I, I do think it's a song almost about the church, generally. I really do. Um, I, I, I think it, it it's all about it, the things in the church that I really think we could get, but it's also the things in the world that we could get better. You know, hence the lyric uh -huh. one. It's just brilliant. Uh -huh. mm, it's, yeah, it's lovely. We get to carry each other. Yeah, isn't that brilliant? Uh -huh. yeah. The, the privilege of carrying each other. Beautiful thing. Albert, tell me, what a Neolithic band would you like to bring well, to the table it's now? Actually, it's, actually a, it's actually a Van Morrison song uh, written by a guy called um, Harold Rome. And it's, have I told you lately that I love you? You know, that's a beautiful song, isn't it? Have I told you lately that I love you? You know, so often we don't tell the people around us, how much we love them. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we just, and we don't tell our friends. We don't tell our, our, our friends how much we love them. And and they mean so much to us, and yet we don't say it. We wait until they die, and then we, we there's a, you know, we say how much, they, they would rather hear it now, and in a genuine way. But, mm -hmm. they, they, but also, I think, it's a beautiful love song, but actually also, it's a beautiful love song you could say to God. You know, it's got that kind of, I, have I told you there's no one else above you? You know, to, to say to the Father, you know, there's no one, there's no other God before you. I put no other God above you. I, fill my heart with gladness. How often have we known that to know Jesus and to know the love of God is to fill our heart with such gladness. Take away our sadness. Ease my troubles, that's what you do. I often just sometimes put that on in the car. I'm driving home sometime and I'm just listening to that. And it, and, and it's a worship song mm -hmm. to God just to say, have I told you lately? Have I spent time in your presence? Been so busy running around doing this, doing that, preparing for everybody else, making sure that others can find you. But have I stopped to say to you, 
what it means. <clears throat> and then for the morning sun and all its glory greets the day with hope and comfort too. You fill my life with laughter and somehow you make it better. Ease my troubles, that's what you do. And it's these beautiful days, isn't it? The morning sun, when the morning comes, you know, is it, if you ever find sometimes in the evening at night time, three o'clock in the morning, the world is a terrible place and everything is just, <laughs> nothing's going nothing's to sort itself out. It's just going to be terrible. And then somehow when the morning comes, you, it's not so bad. You know, yeah, if I get called out at three o'clock this morning, it's going to be a terrible night for somebody, or I wouldn't be getting called out. Yeah, I know. Um, There's a love that's divine and it's yours and it's mine, like the sun, and it's a lovely pun in the sun. And at the end of the day, we should give thanks and pray to the one, to the one. So it's a again, it's a love song. Talking about like what you were talking about, I suppose, with you two song there and about the one, but it's about also the real one, the one who holds us together. And and when we <clears throat> when we know that love with one another and when we can sing that to someone, have I told you that like, I love you? But to then be in love with one another because we're in love with Jesus. <clears throat> and, and again, it's the church, it's the family of the church and our, our friendship. And some of the bonds of, of friendship that... that is even in this podcast with us, you know, mm -hmm. the love that's around in our lives together as we grow in faith is so important. And also to the community in Sanctuary First, as you get to know one another, again, as we get to to share more of our lives with one another, is this, so, yeah, so that's, you know, um, that's, I think, I think there's a super, sadness, you fill my life with gladness, ease my troubles, that's what you do. Yeah. But but the, the I think one of the powers of that though isn't one of the powers of, of, of all the songs that we're talking about is that it's very plain language that's used. It's not the language of um you know that, that we sometimes that associate with church, you know, the these and the those and the um although modern praise songs aren't particularly like that, but there's just a, a an ease of description that's there that's universal. Um I was really struck by what you said about you know that we we can be loath to tell people what we think about what we think about them and i love all of you guys um and because we've walked a journey together since we started all of this and why did i tell people that well i told people that because i nearly lost my dad and i'd never really entertained the notion of telling them that i loved them in the way that i do now and that was many years ago. I was a much younger man. In fact, it was just before I, I qualified as a doctor. Um, and since that time, I make a point as much as I can and if I remember to tell people that I care about, that I care about them. And to tell people that I love them, that I love them. Uh, it, it's one of the the things that I really try and do in my life. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a holy guy by any manner of means, but that's just one thing that I do hold dear is to tell people that I care about them and that I love them because there's no point in saying all nice things about people when they're gone. Um, I would rather not have found out that way how, how important it was. I would rather I just found it out through some kind of spiritual light, but sometimes God has to kick us in the backside in order to get us moving along the way. Um, and that's certainly what happened to me um, all those years ago. Um, but no, I, I, I have no shame whatsoever anymore in telling people that I love them. And what, what a wonderful joy that is for trust. 
in in building the community of faith when when because Je Jesus said didn't he by this shall all men know that you are my disciples because you love one another this is this is what will and this is what this whole theme that we've been doing this month and it's a great podcast to to round this whole theme the greatest thing in the world Aye. is is this love of God for us isn't it Aye. and and I think as well so many people in in our communities and in our families you know they're really quite broken and often they don't they don't feel valued they don't they don't think that they're lovable, you know, or that people are going to love them. And and if you don't tell them, they're, they're not going to, you know, they're, they're not going to realise it. And that is why it is so important that we do tell people, you know, whenever, you know, like, you know, oh, I, I love you and, you know, you are just so precious and, you know, you've got value and, and, try to you know encourage and raise people up because there is so many people out there that that, that don't feel it and they need to hear it you know they need yeah. to hear it and so that lovely song you sang last week in the service saying love lifted me oh love yeah, yeah. Me. i was sinking deep in sin and oh. but love lifted me you sang it beautifully by the way but but <laughs> it's, it's such a lovely song that you know? that, that that whole thing came about um we had been working on on an album, um, Campbell and I, and the the lyrics of the the, the lyrics for the hymn words "Love Lifted Me" um, really spoke to me, and it just oh, it, it, one of these amazing things. I was working on this tune, and Campbell had come up with this tune, and we were refining this tune so that it sounded like you'd heard it before, but you hadn't actually heard it before. Um, and we we thought we've got a great tune. What words can can we put to this? You know, what do, what do I want to say? And I couldn't find a lyric that would do it justice. And I was just flicking through the church hymn. I don't know why I was even doing it, because it's not a thing I do as a songwriter. And then I saw these lyrics. I thought, wait a minute. And then I started to sing it along with the, you know, along with the tune that we had. And of course, we took the love lifted me in that lovely kind of Celtic anthemic way that Campbell has with putting uh, together music. He's got this anthemic stadium kind of warmth that he does and and Love Lifted Me, I mean the recorded version, if anybody can uh, can find it online, I think it's on iTunes or somewhere um, you know, it's certainly one of it, it, we don't really see any money from it, but it's worthwhile listening, the band version of the song is lovely, obviously it's probably better than the acoustic version um, but it, it, it was it was an absolute blessing to sing and every time we perform that live every single time um, I would say that I get a huge blessing just from yeah. singing it because I feel lifted as I yeah. sing it I feel yeah. lifted and I hope that came across when I sang it because I do feel lifted every time I sing that song yeah. um, and the actual the, the original tune for it was love lifted me love lifted me when nothing else could help love lifted me da -da -dum -dum -dum. Yeah. <laughs> which is not what we did to it. Yeah. Um, but but yeah it, it's uh, sometimes you, you can't you can be blessed but that's what yeah. love does it lifts us yeah. up and Key. Well, Laura, what's your next one? Um, so this might seem like an unusual choice, okay? It's uh, Titanium um, by David Guetta and Sia. Um, 
And why I've picked this one is, is like, so when times are kind of tough, right, and it's that way that, you know, you've got all this stuff coming at you and coming at you and coming at you. It's like, I'm bulletproof, nothing to lose, fire away, fire away, ricochet, you take your aim, fire away, fire away. Um, you shoot me down, but I would fall, I am titanium. And then, uh, and why am I titanium? Because I have got the Lord on my side. <laughs> that is my, so that's why I picked this song. And it's a, it's a real, oh, it's, a, it's, it's a fantastic song. And I just think it's like so full of encouragement. Um, uh, you know, it really is, um, you know, it doesn't matter what comes at you, what, what gets thrown at you in life. You know, it's uh, I think when you've got the Lord on your side, you know, you've got you've got some you've got a fortress, you've got a protector, um, you know, you've got your armor, um and like there's time you really need your armor on, you know, a lot of the time in life, you know, you really do. But when you've got the Lord there, you know, you can have courage, um, you know, to keep going and to keep trying. And to keep getting back up again. It's this that's what I really like about this song. It's like I you can, you know, you can take your aim, you can throw it, you know, but I'm going to keep getting back up again. I'm getting back up every single time. You know, Satan get behind me. It's not happening today. <laughs> I'm getting Brilliant. back up every single time, thanks to the Lord. You know, and it's uh, it's a great wee passage. I'm thinking what you're telling me is Romans chapter 8 uh, and it says here, So who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or, na- or, or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril of the sword? Knowing all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, throw it at me, (laughs) will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Brilliant. 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 As you say, titanium is definitely the one that's excellent. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Love it. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. The, I've I've got an interesting one, and one of the things that I like about songs and music is when a song paints you in the position that that you're in, and and gives you options. You know, the option to either find something or not to find something. That point of decision where we find ourselves when something when we'll come to God. You know, or that that time when we rededicate our life, or we change direction, and the song that I've picked, my third song for tonight, um, is uh, is a song by, and this is even more up to me, up to date than yourself, Laura. Right, this is a song <laughs> from two thousand and twenty, I think it was, um, the album released in two thousand and nineteen by an Ayrshire band, um, who are quite well known. Um, and by uh, they're called Brown Bear uh, and their songwriters are a mate of mine and Alberts 
as it happens, uh, a guy called Matt Hickman. Uh, his mum's a minister like yourself, uh, Lauren Albert. Um, but uh, Brainbear are not, uh, they wouldn't classify themselves as a Christian band. But one of the things I will say is that Matt's probably one of the best songwriters in Scotland right now. Um, he's got away with words and away with lyrics that um, really are, are just hugely articulate and articulate big ideas and big themes. Um, the song I've picked is from their first album and it's the title track of the album. It's called What Is Home? And I thought what I might do is just read you the lyrics and give you my take on it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a lovely little acoustic song and it's the last song in the the, on the album. One of, one of Brown Bear's things is uh, at the end of their albums, they'll often have an acoustic song with lots of harmonies in it, um, which are just these kind of like universal feelings. So it's called What Is Home and it says, clear blue skies and I'm dreaming I'm home. I wonder how long I'll stay. I look outside at the clear blue skies. I'm praying for clouds today. What is home? I don't know. It's been a while since we last spoke. I wonder if things have changed. Do you still think this is one big hoax? Do you still think I need saved? What is home? I don't know. And I start running. I don't know why and I don't know where. All I know is I'm not coming home. The end is coming. I don't mind. No, I'm not scared. On the road is all I know. When I come home, things are not the same. The skies are always grey. I'm dreaming of being in a better place. I'm dreaming of being away. Because I'm home. I'm finally home. And I start running. I don't know why and I don't know where. All I know is I'm not coming home. The end is coming. I don't mind. No, I'm not scared. On the run is what I call home. Clear blue skies and I'm dreaming I'm home. I really wish I could stay. And what Matt's talking about is that whole... I, I listen to that song and I imagine the, the disciples and that setting out on a path of faith because it's easy when you've lived a life um, and you know sometimes God will speak to you and confront you and you'll then go on that journey of faith and that journey of faith is, is beautiful and it sustains you but you can sometimes look back to parts of your old life and say oh do you know I miss that I miss mm -hmm. that you know and you look back with rose tinted spectacles and things in your past maybe they, maybe they weren't that bad after all but what Matt says in that song he said but actually you know home isn't home is where you are home is where you are on the road um, and in the Christian journey, home is where you are with God. So Matt says, what is home? I don't know. Well, I know where my home is. Um, my home's with the Lord. That's where my home is. Um, but I think it's just such a clever song about being on that journey because what, he's, what I feel he's saying is that he has this idealised memory of the past. But when he looks at it, he realises it's not there. And when he returns to it, you can never go back. You can only move forward. And the song asks a question, and that's what I mean. It's a, it's a kind of decision song. Because he says again, what is home? What, what is next? Where am I going? And I think all of us, no matter where we are in our walk, we can look forward and say, you know, what, what is the next thing? And we've got that natural anticipation of what the future might bring. But I think that's where faith comes in. What is home? Well, home's faith. What's home? Well, home's in the Lord. Um, so Matt might know might not know for himself what is home. He does actually, what he says is when he's on the road. Um, that's home for him. Um, but home might be different for him as, as the years move on for Brain Bear and as they go from strength to strength. So I thought I would mention that. Not well, number one, because it's an up-to-date song, and number two, because it's a good lad from Ayrshire, and I thought I'd give him a wee plug on the late show. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, and uh, I know that Janice Forsyth was was uh, promoting this song a couple of weeks ago on her show. Yeah, I'm, that, I'm really quite intrigued now from the because actually from what we with the lyrics actually sound like something I'd really like. So I'm going to be checking them out. The 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 uh, the, the new single that they've got out is is uh, is another very cleverly clever lyrical song. Um, you know, the starting line is they say opposites attract every day you're more like me or every day I'm more like you which is just brilliant <laughs> 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 you know no one wants for this to end but we both know that it should um, and, and it, you know it's about it's basically about a relationship coming to bits but um, mm -hmm. it's just very clever how, how Matt puts these things and Janice, I think Janice played a blinder you know there I think it deserved to be at the top the new album I have I have heard um, just in the studio bits that I've kind of been involved in um, and uh, it, it's made me cry five times out of the ten songs that are on it five of them have actually brought me to tears because I know what they're what they're about and it, it's just there's just a devastating honesty about it so but as I say I think what is home as a song I think we are that guy sometimes mm. you know our, our home is running with us on the road from the next thing to the next thing it's like Albert said you know where's where's that time you know where's where is that home um but I, I think that's where faith is isn't it you know and it's all right to be worried about the future um but that's what faith's all about isn't it it's about following that so that's why i picked it you know, I'm going to finish off and just going to mention there was a U2 song I had because I'm a bit of a U2 fan and it, why I'm going to bring it up I was just not going to, I was going to move and finish the podcast but it's just when you brought in Matt's song about home home is where the streets have no name you know your way about, you don't need to look for the streets, you know where to go you know, and and and, and there's something about that longing for home, where a place where you can just be yourself and you know you don't look up to see the names of the streets. You don't need, the streets don't need names because you know where you're going. And there's something about that with following Jesus because he is the way, the truth and the life. And I, I'm, I'm reminded of a, <clears throat> I think it's in one of uh, William Barclay's commentaries, he tells a story or, or it's M.V. Morton who tells a story about uh, years ago he would get off the train in Jerusalem and he, he, this was in the 1920s or somewhere at the time like that and uh, he was looking for a particular hotel address and he found a little boy there, you know, a little porter and he showed him the address and the porter looked at him and said to him in Hebrew I am the way and and he took him to his hotel, you know, and he, when Jesus was saying that, he was actually picking up on a colloquialism that people knew about. Uh -huh. I am the way, the truth and the life. I am the homecoming. I am the way. I am, I am the person who will take you home and bring you home. And in my company, you can feel at home. So I'm just wondering if we could round up our time tonight on, on these thoughts, you know, that uh, at the end of the day, we've come around in a circle, but again, it's <clears throat> brought us to the place where love brings us to a place where we can be at home. Mm -hmm. You know, 
where you can be, you know, that's, uh, you know, just, just be, be with it. Let, let it be. That's, uh, let it be, just lay down your burdens and just, and just be. And we get to carry each other and tell each other that we love each other. Mm-hmm. And ain't that a blessing? Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, this has been a great time. It's a good idea. This has been a good idea <laughs> for a podcast. Well done, Laura. It was your idea. I'm really keen to find out what um, people, um, what, what, what the communities, um, songs are. Wouldn't that you be know? great? Yeah. 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 We'd love to hear people giving us some of their, their songs. So let's hear some of your songs. Give us some feedback on the kind of songs that you like. What are your, what are your songs? And uh, we'll also put some of the links to these songs on YouTube so that you can have a listen to them uh, at some point if, uh, if, if they're there, if the links are available. Yeah, they will be. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. They're, they're, all, they're all pretty well-known songs, so they should be there. Yeah. Well, listen, big thank you to you, Ian, for joining us tonight and to you, Laura, for joining us. And of course, good to have Ray back again with us tonight also, uh, just keeping us uh, the technicalities of this uh, podcast together. Thank you so much, Ray, for that as well. And so until next month, when we will be back again the last Friday of uh, March and a time for us to, again, be thinking on, um, but might be thinking on a topic relis- link- linking of the theme restlessness. You know, what is it? Can we be restless and in our restlessness learn something? So we're going to be thinking about that all month. So we've got the whole month of March to think about restlessness and then what can be good that can come out of us being restless. Mate, I don't need a month to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that's great. So until next next month, good night and God bless. Good night, God bless. Bye.